Can you hear me? Yes, we are. Okay. Recording. We are live and recording. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Biz Bay Bubble, the podcast where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and are your most confident, you are the CEO your mum wants you to marry. I am one of your two hosts, Olivia, and joining me today, tomorrow, and every day, it's the one and only Martina Ventura. She is back. Yes, people, how are you? <laughs> very, very, very excited to be here. Let's record. <laughs> no, because we have like this really bad habit of like calling each other for like a solid hour and then we're like, oh, yeah, we should probably start recording. And then Martina just answered the phone. She's like, let's do it now. Press like, press play. We're going now, now, now. And I was like, okay, let's go. Apologies. Lockdown is over and there's traffic on my street. But this is the last time I will record in this place. So if you can hear anything, sorry, but it's the last time. Yes, yes, I'm so excited. Honestly, I'm so excited. Waiting for you, Olivia, to finish your dinner. Oh, thank you so much. I had a lovely dinner. I had gazpacho. Do you know what that is? It's the meat one, carpaccio. No, 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 gazpacho. Do you know it's the cold soup? Okay, okay, okay. Well, it was lovely. It has like peppers and tomatoes and a lot of good things for you. Oh, never tried it. Oh, really? You have to. It's so good. You'll make it for me. I will. I, I'll be like a, a good housewife and I'll make you gazpacho. Before I was waiting on you, you know, I booked the uh, moving van for my moving. Ooh, on exciting. JD Couriers. And I called Julian to be like, oh, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. I, I have more things than what I said in the description. Is that okay? <laughs> it's like, no, it's fine. Let's just to roughly have an idea of the van. Do you want to have a smaller van? I was like, no, no, definitely not smaller. One of the girls I'm moving in with, she she couldn't care less about so many things about the house. But the first thing she said, I mean, not the first, but one of the first. Top was, five. <laughs> top five. Honestly, second thing she said was, <laughs> we need to have really good Wi-Fi. I've already looked at the plan. Is this like, this is the cost, whatever. And I was like, girl. I don't care. Just get me good for Wi-Fi. I will pay anything <laughs> to not be on my phone on 5G all the freaking time. Also, I've drunk a lot of coffee and today at work it was pretty like chilled. So all I thought about was I cannot wait to do the podcast, blah, 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 all day. So now I'm, I'm, I'm a bit over, over killing Aww, it. Oh, that's know. great. I'm- no, we love, we live for your excitement. It's perfect. How many coffees have you had? <laughs> Okay, maybe you don't I need don't to know. know the number. You don't know. You've lost track. I was so excited. And you know, when I'm like a bit bored at work, I drink coffee because that's usually my, I don't know, cheer me up, perk me up kind of thing. But I think I did a little bit too much because, <laughs> uh, because I had a bit of cold sweats in the afternoon and I kept drinking so much water. So my body, I think, was like, please cut it out, cut it out. So now we're here and I made the mistake of taking a sip of coffee at 5... 30 while I was waiting for you um so yes I've had a lot of coffee because are you one of these people that like if they have coffee after five o'clock they can't sleep at night oh no I'm fine my problem is that I have a really high coffee tolerance so like if I have one coffee it does not particularly kick anything into motion for me like nothing moves um not in a gross way literally I just don't wake up um <laughs> no because I just realized that some people drink coffee to poop and I'm like no well coffee me. gets to you in many ways I mean I personally do that to do to do the do <laughs> <laughs> 
that and that's fair totally fair but no it just uh, i drink a lot a lot a lot of coffee and i was wondering the other day if actually my what i consider a restful night of sleep for my standard my what i consider a restful night of sleep is actually a horrible night of sleep compared to other people that drink less coffee drink so little and then in the morning they wake up and they're so fresh and i'm like i'm not fresh <laughs> i'm not fresh i am I literally have cold coffee by my bedside table to wake me up when the alarm comes. Before I drink coffee in my life, I slept better. Um, anyway. Really? But how can it mess you up if you have it in the morning? How can it mess you up all night? That's what I don't get. Uh, well, it's like they say that technically uh, caffeine does not leave your body for, I, I think, 10 hours. Stop. Uh, Oh, yeah, wow. so even if you start feeling tired, there are some caffeine residues in you. So you're not going to be fully, fully relaxed and into deep sleep. And I've been using this app that is like the sleep cycle app. And it shows my my sleeping pattern seems like a heart attack because it's like up and down, <laughs> up and down, up and down, waking up, waking up, talking, talking, talking. Um, oh, wait, did you talk in your sleep? No, I... <laughs> You know what? Like the funny thing is my street is so loud that my phone records the big, big noise, noise changes. So sometimes it says, oh, there's like you woke up, there's noise, there's rumor and literally picked up either the street or one of my housemates downstairs. It's insane. insane. I mean, this shows you how crusty my house is, like paper thin. But I feel like you didn't say the exciting announcement that's happening for you on on Saturday. So the announcement is I've just booked the van. I mean, this is not the announcement. This is the (laughs) pre-announcement. This is the logistics of the announcement. (laughs) Hey, I'm a Taurus. The logistics excite me. They they make me feel alive. Um, I am moving this Saturday to a new place. Woo-hoo! Oh my gosh. How excited are you? It feels oh. like a long time in the making. I remember comp- like saying how jealous I was of your new place, like at the first or second episode of the podcast. So it's been a long time. <laughs> 20 coming. episodes later, you finally made it out. Oh my god, made it out alive. Thank Jesus. Thank everybody. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is our 20th episode, you know. <gasps> Happy birthday to us! Happy twentieth episode to us! <laughs> oh my god, that's exciting! That's really um, exciting. But yeah, so I am moving with two friends to a new apartment, and it's a new flat, not a crusty old oh, house. Love new, new, new oh. in my life. And it, yes, honestly, and I'm so happy because it's one of those places I'm really proud to live in. So I cannot wait to have friends over as soon as you can travel. And you can come and stay at mine without me being like, please don't judge me. I live in a shoebox and it's made of paper and it sucks. Now, this is so, so, such such a cool place. I am, I cannot believe that I'm going to live there. And it, it just makes you feel like everything came full circle because it took, I would say like, I started looking for a new place. Uh, so early on. August? August last year like I was I was like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna move in November it's gonna be fine so I started in August because I just wanted to be very chilled about it I could not find anything anything everything was so ugly so horrible and obviously London is so huge so there are so many areas to check even though I had a limited area pool um 
and and then obviously I didn't find it by the time it came to November so I had to re renew my lease for another six months here and finally this nightmare of a house is over <laughs> you have made it out I mean only what four more days three more days at this point I feel like it's Christmas time because I am literally counting the hours and the days. And I'm always like, <laughs> why can't it be Saturday already? Like, I cannot wait, I cannot wait. I'm literally like that. I've never been so excited for, for moving. Like, oh, it's so lovely. I can just see you on Saturday, moving, like leaving with your bags and the movers and just looking at like your housemates being like, bah, bitches, see you in 1990, never. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, honestly, I feel like I will have a much better relationship with my current housemates as soon as I leave because it's one of those things that I feel like you really cannot leave with everybody. It, oh, it just... a thousand percent. I can barely live with my sister at the minute. <laughs> it's so messy, I can't. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, by the way, your episode last week, I love this. Oh, so thanks. It was so funny because like at the beginning, I was literally like twisting her arm, being like, come and do an episode with me. And by the end, like she was living for it. I was like, okay, let's wrap it up. And she's like, don't, don't, don't. I think I'm about to say something really good. We have to keep rolling <laughs> five more minutes. And I was like, really go. It's been like 40 minutes already. And she's like, trust me, I feel something good coming. So we did it for like an hour. But obviously I edited out so much of the arguing because I was like, this is just not like, it's not a friendly podcast if I put all the arguing in it. I feel like the arguments were just the, everyone's favorite parts, to be honest. Oh my gosh, like, that's me and my sister. Like we argue every five minutes, but then five minutes later, we'll like, we'll just talk like if nothing was. It's so weird. It's the best. There's no actual conflict. It's just a little <laughs> bit of bickering. Let's, so you're moving in with two of your friends, like two of your really close friends, which is really yeah. nice. Giovanna and Maggie. Uh, Giovanna is a very, very, very cool person. She also works at TikTok. Oh my gosh. Oh. Does she like know TikTokers? I think she does. And she <gasps> gets like, Stop. I mean, I don't, we don't speak about it too much because obviously that's what she does all day, every day. And when I tell her, oh, I'm taking a break from work and I'm watching TikToks and she's like, lol, that's literally my job low-key I'm obsessed with the fact that we're gonna live together is that TikTok sent so many swagger packages to their employees Stop. she gets like care packages yeah she does and I've always oh seen them on her stories and now I'm gonna be like ah, let me take the parcels for you today don't you worry I'll, I'll go and that. check the mail don't worry about me I'll just be a good housemate but what what like kind of things do they send anything like to be fair I am such a sucker for branded stuff like um a tiktok bottle I want it a tiktok tote bag I want it a pop socket with tiktok on it I want it did I Girl, want I feel you if it's free I'm having 50 of each <laughs> <laughs> that's so like my kind of person well you know what but while we can't travel just put as many like tiktok bottles to the side and when I come to London you can give me some of course, like girl. Of course. Thanks. Of course. I mean, she's just receiving so many things. I'm not letting her waste any. And I'm talking oh, about hell Maggie. No. Also, Maggie, um, she's a PhD student and she is such a cool girl. And we were we saw each other this um Sunday. We were talking about how 
it's actually very exciting that we're moving in together because we are opposite in so many ways, but we want to take something from each other in the sense that I am very structured to the point that I really need to take the broom out of my ass sometimes. And <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I literally said that I was excited about booking a van to move like that's how structured I am um and and she is easy breezy very chilled and she said the same thing saying oh actually like I'm too chilled I'm too relaxed I want to be a bit more structured like you are and I was like perfect you will tell me to chill and I will tell you to get things done so I hope I hope it's it's good and we don't actually start killing each other but I think it's a good well, what's a- the nice thing about like when you live with friends is like if you're in, like not in a bad in a good mood and you don't want to talk like you can literally be like hey I don't want to talk right now do you see what I mean it's like living with yeah. your sister if I want to tell my sister like not now just give me five minutes like she'll give me five minutes and then somebody who doesn't you will like not know how you like process things or if you're having a bad day like most people just don't want to talk to anybody and I feel like when you live with your friends or like relatives it's way easier because you can just be like fully transparent oh my god preach 100 like one of the things that I struggle with um with like strangers housemates that you become friends with anyway it's just that they yeah. don't deeply know you so when I don't want to like I leave with really loud housemates like their, their personalities are very loud very very fun but at times you, just, you literally just want to be on the couch watching tv not not even processing what you're watching just vegetating on the couch with your phone that's absolutely it. yeah you um, don't want anybody bothering you yeah and even if they're like friendly bothers and it just gets to the point where you're like do I still like this person or do I j- I'm just annoyed that we live together like I know you get so worked up you're like not now Sally I really don't want to talk this is what happens when you have somebody that is such a polarizing person like I've got these um these housemates that I am friends with but in terms of living together maybe it's the lockdown maybe it's something but it's been such a nightmare in the sense that I just want to chill the fuck out instead I have this person that is screaming around the house 24 7 screaming her the song she's listening to um you you're just going downstairs to have a coffee and you hear somebody saying and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. But anyway, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say anything negative because the girls I live with are gems. They're honestly really good. It's just that I am done with the place, done with the area. Also, oh yeah, like- absolutely. But they, I mean, they're nice girls. At the end of the day, it's just obviously when you live with somebody, they're bound to get on your nerves at some point. Oh yeah, and I'm definitely gonna see them out. Like when I move out, it's not like those people that you're like, sayonara, see mm, you never. Yeah. Uh, for now I'm like I'm ready to move on and also another thing that happened that's also why I was thank you for not mentioning in the other episode I was like oh is she gonna say is she not gonna say um <laughs> the reason I was um gone take the dance floor for that oh my god I'm not ready no I'm fine um guys I had such a nightmare like my phone was stolen but not like pickpocket or anything like that it was literally snatched from my hand while I was on a call on freaking Bermondsey Street, like posh, bougie, hipster area. And there was um, a child, or maybe a very short man, there's almost no difference really, um, <laughs> on a BMX, came from behind, snatched the phone and just went. And that was it. In the second I had my phone, I was talking to Giovanna. And the second I was like, oh, what just happened? 
And yeah, that was it. And the funny thing is that, I mean, it makes you realize how many things you do with your phone, first and foremost, but also you need to call for help. How do you call for help? I if know, you don't you have, have a phone? Like, it's, it's literally so silly because we don't have landlines anymore anywhere. So, um, and obviously I don't have more than one phone because I'm not that bougie, but I will become that bougie. Do you know when you go and get your glasses and they're like, oh, you can always have like a second pair for free. Now yeah. you need like a second phone in case your first pair of glasses or your first phone breaks or, or like mm. gets stolen. Oh my God. If only Apple gave me a second iPhone for free. I, I know. Was... Come on, Apple. Be homies. We need you. the shit that you pulled on me because God, nightmare because now I want to be like a come to my tech talk about safety with iPhones. Oh my gosh. Like I cling on to my phone since this has happened to you. Like no jokes. Like I'll be like in the underground and I'm clinging on to my phone for dear life because I'm like shit like if this happens to you it can happen to like anybody especially because you were literally just walking in the street that is what blows my mind. I've lived here for years and I've never seen it happen to anybody I've never heard of it but then when I called the police to report it they were like it's the worst of the worst I was like excuse me what? Oh really you live in like the worst area for like phone snatching? Yeah, because Bermondsey is in the Sadr Council, which is a really, really big area. And they said, like, the police said, oh, yeah, the Sadr Council is the worst. Um, this happens all the time for phones. And I was like, I li- was I living in a bubble? Like, I never, I've never heard of anybody who had this happening to them. But anyway, like, and then the nightmare continued. And this is, the, this is why I was too scared to even be on the podcast, because my nerves were... about to explode I did not lose it for the fact that my phone was stolen it's for what they did after Mm. basically I blocked my phone and you know when you when you go to iCloud you go and put the reported as stolen so it gets locked and I could see that my phone was 15 minutes from my house which was horrible to begin with because I was like I literally know the street my phone is in right now thank you so oh, much oh that's so annoying yeah because it's so close oh yeah and then it was moved on my phone was still attached to my iCloud because I was like why do I unlock it like I don't have another phone so I just bought a new phone and I was waiting for it to get delivered and then it was a bank holiday Easter weekend so I was like I'm gonna take the time off chill relax gonna be fine I, by the time this started happening, I had received my new phone and with Vodafone, I had my new SIM card with the same phone number. People that saw my phone started messaging me and other people from my contacts list, pretending to be Apple support and sending links with my identity, like saying with my face, my picture, my full name, my email address, and pretending to be like Apple support to say, oh, we just need Martina's iCloud password to give her the phone back or something like that. But they sent it to so many people. And and my friend Giovanna started calling me. And when when this was happening, obviously I was outside because it never happens when you're chilling. Yeah, so I was outside. I was on a picnic because a friend of mine was like, oh, you're, you're like this horrible thing happened. Let me distract you. But obviously by the time I had my new phone, but I was so tainted that I was like, yes, I have my phone, but it's in my bag. It's never coming out. Um, but one moment I started feeling my phone like vibrating through the bag so much. And I had like seven missed calls, so many messages 
messages from so many people, even these fake messages from Apple support. And Giovanna is one of those people that, like my best friend Giovanna is one of those people that will never call me, never. And when she calls me, someone died. Like, so honestly, I saw her calling me five or seven times and I got so freaked out. I was like, oh my God, what happened? And she's like, um, the people that stole your phone and trying to hack you. I was like, what? So yeah, this happened. When I blocked them on WhatsApp and I told everybody to not contact them, they started um, messaging me on iMessage. They had cloned the Apple ID. That's insane. So, yeah, which is insane. Honestly, like Olivia, I don't know how you're going to edit this out, but I want everybody to be safe. Um, no, no, and- you have to say what has to be like, it's insane. Like what happened to you? It's just like one thing after the other. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's the th- yeah. I think you're right. Like it's the fact that it was one thing after the other. It was never stopping. So, this is why I don't care that my phone was stolen. It's what happened after that really scared me. Um, basically, they cloned the Apple ID. I don't know how it was even possible, but I know that they did this because um, when you set up the new iPhone, you need certain codes from Apple. They will ar- arrive via iMessage. But then through the same iMessage chat, I started receiving fake. Apple messages and I didn't know that they were fake at the beginning they just looked a little bit weird and I just ignored them because I ignore most messages anyway and the thing is that they kept sending them at random hours of the night saying somebody has accessed your Instagram uh, use this link to uh, retrieve it um, somebody has tried like your phone has been found please found this link uh, click on this link to see what it is uh, and obviously if you clicked on it you would ask for your password and details and obviously don't do that but it was a constant amount of messages and then they sent fake emails to my address pretending to be apple support again and it was yada 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 going on for like a week and they were just not stopping. And then I called Apple support and like the real one, not them. And they told me, oh yes, this is happening because um, they cloned our own Apple ID. And I was like, excuse me, bitch, you are Apple and you got cloned. I know that's insane. Like this is the thing that was so mind blowing. And then I was like, how do they have all my contacts? How do they know of all my email address? How do they know these things? And they're like, yeah, maybe when you wiped your phone, because obviously I did that as well, it didn't actually work. And I was like, excuse me, Patricia? Her name was literally <laughs> Patricia. I was like, Patricia, what? What do you and, mean, Patricia? <laughs> yeah, she was like, yeah, it, it can happen that when you lock your phone, you report it as stolen and then you, you wipe it, it actually does not work excuse me, do you know how much your fucking phones cost? And this did not even work. Like, uh, obviously I did not curse at Patricia because Patricia was really nice. Yeah, um, poor Patricia was only trying to like transmit the information. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I cannot believe it. And she's like, yes, they they, um, they probably copied all of your information, all of your contacts, all of your emails, all of your, everything you had on your phone, they have it. And I was like, it's so terrifying. And it feels, it feels like, I don't know, everybody just saw you naked, you know, it just like everybody saw everything on your phone, pictures of your family, of your friends, of information of where you live, everything. So that was very, very, very traumatic. And then she was like, oh, have you blocked the serial number of the phone? And I was like, 
no, Patricia, I've spoken to the <laughs> Nobody police. Nobody told me to do that, Patricia. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, Patricia, I've spoken to the police every single day because they, they kept asking. Um, I've spoken to Vodafone every day to receive my SIM card because it was never arriving. And nobody told me to block the phone. And she was like, yeah, well, this is the only thing I can tell you to, you know, really stop them from contacting you anymore. Because when you block the serial number, it's basically like the phone explodes in the sense that it will not work anymore. If you had advice to give out after what happened to you, what would it be? If you get your phone stolen, yes, block the SIM card. But most importantly, block the freaking number. The serial number. The serial number. Block the serial number because that will block everything and I'm not here to tell you don't have anything that will be slightly compromising on your phone because obviously like you will always have something weird or embarrassing on your phone like somebody snatches it from your hand while you're on a phone call like how can you stop that unless you're hook you know so I oh, just... it's impossible especially when they're on the bike like good luck running after that person it's impossible I mean in se- unless you're using bolt I don't see how you would get it back yeah and Maybe if you have like the um, response rate of a Jaguar. Um, but anyway, like, <laughs> if that first... is the case, you should be doing the Olympic Games because I don't know about you, but I'm running like that anytime soon or ever in my life, more like. <laughs> me neither. Me... Um, other updates, me and the crush took our separate ways. It's been very amicable. Oh, I know, but it's, it's like a full update from your side this week. Like so many changes. Do you want to um, talk a bit more about the date? Because the crush, sorry, because I feel like the realization you have was just like, like I was telling Cammy about it, my sister, and she was like, oh my gosh, like she's so self-aware to come to this conclusion. And I was really impressed by you, to be very honest. Cause like, cool. I don't know, like you get lost in like feelings that you have for somebody very often, and you don't rationally think about like the situation you are with that crush. Do you see what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, the way it happened, I mean, it was um, obviously, honestly, girls and boys, you always know deep down what's going on, even though maybe mentally you're trying to justify it or you're just trying to make up excuses as in, oh, it, this will happen, that will happen, da, 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 da. But deep down, you always know. You always know what's best for you. You always know what's true, what's right. No harsh feelings, no no bad breakup, nothing like that. Honestly, I wish him the best. He's such a great guy. We had a great time. I think that the best times that I had with him were when we were just laughing around, not the romantic parts anyway. So okay, after Christmas, yeah. we, like, we started dating full on exclusively, like properly giving it a go, I would say. But um, but never boyfriend and girlfriend. Like it was just like full on. I'm dating you, but not anybody else. Yeah, we were exclusive and not dating other people. But we we're not boyfriend and girlfriend because yeah. I also told him. Well, I told him that I would not. Con- I was not considering him like boyfriend. I would not look at him romantically. And I honestly think he took it that as a as a challenge. But anyway, um, we dated for three months. Okay. It was really nice. It was really good. But after like two solid months, like people kept asking me, oh, is it your boyfriend? Is it your boyfriend? Is it your boyfriend? Yeah. But like deep down at that point, did you want him to be your boyfriend? Or you were like, no, no, he's not my boyfriend. Okay. Um, This is how I went down. Like I was not thinking about, oh, I want him to be my boyfriend or not until people started pressuring and making it almost like 
yeah, but what's wrong? Why, why hasn't he asked you? Like, he should have already asked you by then. So the pressure to define the relationship crime came from outside of us. And at first I ignored it because I was like, well, I'm not thinking about it. Like I'm really enjoying myself and I'm also really busy with work because I had just started a new position. So I was like, I don't want any drama. Like I don't want to have like deep conversations. But people kept asking, 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 asking to the point that I start interiorizing a little bit of like, okay, but why is he not asking me then? Like mm. they are right. Why is he not asking me that? And I hated it because I felt like a bit of a... Um, a bit like an insecure person and I don't consider myself that that much but I was like I'm, I feel like I'm crushing to the peer pressure of defining our relationship I know that's it sucks but like when you've been with somebody for so many months like naturally start wondering like where is this going are we just going in a vicious circle of like dating each other or is this going to evolve into something more yeah so by that time exactly what you're saying I started asking it myself and and I was like, wait a minute, it's been two months and a half. Um, this is like a two months and a half mark. That's when I really started thinking about it myself too. And I was like, okay, uh, it's been two months and a half. I am not feeling particularly close to this person. I appreciate him. He's funny. At times I'm so much more fun. So much more fun. Like, <laughs> Girl, you're so the funnest. Thank you. But honestly, between him and I, he he could make clowns cry by how not fun he was at times. Oh, was. no. That's terrible. Yeah, he would literally tell me like, oh, that was a good joke. But like after one minute that I said it, I was like, oh, yes, it, w- it was such a good. It, it was good. If only you had got it the moment I said it, not like a minute later. But OK, um, <laughs> you know what? what? What he could not fix with humor, he could fix with beauty because he was very handsome. OK, now imagine how I would really, really feel to have him as your boyfriend. Would it feel, would it feel expanding? Would it feel like you're making a, a choice? Because you can choose. If somebody says, do you want to be my girlfriend? You can say no, by the way. It's a choice. Um, Does it feel like a very expanding choice? Does it feel like this is opening up so many opportunities for you? Uh, New experiences, new joys, new new things. Or does it feel like it's limiting? And that's when I I realized, oh, this does not feel good. Like That was a very slow realization for me. But then when my phone was stolen, for example... You know, in times of crisis or emergency, you think about all the people that you really want by your side. And he mm. was not the first one, the second, the third, the fourth, like he was bottom line. Um, and that for me really solidified the, the, the decision that I was like, I'm not going to see this guy anymore because I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste his time. But most importantly, my time is more important. If you cannot count on somebody or you if you don't even feel like you can count on somebody when you need them then why would you want them you know at least romantically whatever and so the next day we saw each other and we like talked a little bit and obviously I feel like those things come a little bit synced because it's not like I felt like I didn't want to see him anymore and he was utterly in love with me you know I feel like for you to be obsessed with somebody you need the other person to be obsessed as well you need to be on the same level so when we started talking about it 
he felt he said that his ego was a little bit bruised by how well I was taking it but realistically he was gonna have this discussion with me sooner or later uh, anyway himself that's so good that you you took the first step and that he didn't because like I mean let's be real ego wise we'd rather dump than be dumped at the end oh, of the day 100 percent girl girls <laughs> when in doubt dump first because the dumping is coming just make sure that it's that that's thing like when you feel it coming you're like I have to do it because I am not in the mood of getting dumped <laughs> anyway is there anything else you would like to add in this week's episode uh no I mean this was a catch up with Martina and everything that went wrong in her life for the past two weeks I think but I love it because through the hard times like there's light at the end of the tunnel and like you said like now there's so many new things that you can do because your time is not consumed by a boy anymore I mean we do love boys okay no I'm not not taking that wrong it's just you know make sure that you are taking some of your time for the right people not just because you don't don't just date somebody for a long time just because you like the attention because you're not gonna need the validation of a man to know that you are amazing girl because you already are the ceo your mom wants you to marry oh damn it was sick is there anything else you would like to add before we wrap up today's episode no I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And thank you for listening. You. Oh, and we made it to a hundred bitch babes on the Insta page. Oh yes. Thank oh. you so much. Keep thank on following you us. So much. Yeah. Keep on following us. Great things to come. So yeah, we're really excited. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Biz Babe Bubble, the podcast where we are here to remind you that when you feel good and are your most confident, you already are the CEO your mum wants you to marry. Thank you so much for listening to the episode until the end. Please subscribe, leave us a review, leave us a comment about today's episode and if you have anything to share with us we would love to hear that thank you so much to everybody who listened and we will see you next week for a whole new episode take care have a great week bye